Welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about m m m max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hey everybody in podcast land and welcome to another totally awesome episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. I'm Patrick Bennett coming to you from the not the swamps of southwest Louisiana. This time I'm actually at my partner in crime Lisa Everett's Evil Lair. Evil Lair. <laughs> Evil Lair in Pennsylvania. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Patrick. Thanks for having me here. It's You're welcome. It's so fun to have you. It's, it's pretty... Uh, crazy for me being here with you live mind-blowing seeing you eye to eye for the first time yep while we record Mm -hmm. stop making faces all right so this is this is totally different and we're gonna try it out and um, it sure is for me i've never done anything like this so we'll see how we do do you want to play a game i sure do It's time once again for a round of Super Retro Trivia. Sit down, strap on that thinking cap, and get ready to go. In five, four, three, two, one. Bring it on. All right, I'm going to ask you three questions. Yeah, and I'm kind of glad that they're not your questions. (laughs) Yeah, we're actually drawing these out of a deck of cards. Yeah, 80s 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 trivia. That you gave me for Christmas. All right, these are going to be so easy. Okay. What private detective show starred Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis? Moonlighting. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Yeah, these are too easy. All right. You're going to wish you were my partner if yeah. we played partners and trivia. What movie series starring Clinton Webb, Clifton Webb, as a housekeeper, was adapted to a TV series of the same name in 1985. Mr. Belvedere. Alrighty. I had to think on that one. Too easy. In the movie Stand By Me, what were the boys on a journey to find? A dead body. Alright. Ding, 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 ding. So in, in this special episode where we're eye to eye, but are we seeing out uh, yep. about these movies? No, probably yeah. not. No. no, probably not. No, I don't even know what yours are, but that that's the, that's the norm. All right. So in this episode, we've got you know the the normal format: a couple of movies, a couple of TV shows, a couple of bands, and something fun, some pop culture. So I want to start off with a movie from 1988 called Not of This Earth. Johnson has a terrifying secret. Either your case is one in a trillion, or you are not of this planet. 
A secret that conceals an alien presence with an overwhelming hunger to survive. I am dying. My blood is bad. Relentless in his pursuit. This guy scares me. He told me never to allow anyone in the basement. Paul Johnson will stop at nothing until he gets what he wants. You will terminate yourself. Dr. Rochelle. Dr. Rochelle has disconnected. Mr. Johnson, is that you? Michael York, Parker Stevenson, Richard Belzer, and Mason Adams, not of this earth. Mason, yeah. have you watched it? Nope. <laughs> you have no idea what this is about? No. Alright, first thing I want to say is this starred the lovely Tracy Lords in her post-porn days. Okay. So this is when she turned from porn to mainstream uh -huh. acting. Okay. So, and I'll tell you the movie, it's about an alien that comes to Earth and is taking human blood and storing it to bring back to his planet for his uh, alien people to survive. So uh -huh. it's kind of like, it's kind of like an alien vampire. Uh-huh. And it, it's a remake of a 1957 Roger Corman film of the same name, okay? And uh, the director... You know what? Go ahead. You saw it? No, but with Tracy Lords being in it, shouldn't it have been like Earth Girls Are Easy Part 2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, the director of this one, uh, Jim Wynorski, uh, he made a bet with Roger Corman, who directed the original one, and he said that he could film the entire movie in just 12 days. Okay. And he did. <laughs> he filmed it in 11 and a half days. Okay. So, and this was right. a blockbuster hit, right? <laughs> yeah, you know it. Okay. So, uh, he completed it in just over 11 days. I mean, he didn't use the whole 12th day. And uh, he's also, you know this director uh, from the 80s movie Chopping Mall? Mm -hmm. He directed that. Okay. He directed Swamp Thing 2. Oh, yeah, those are all classics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Almost a hundred other films and TV shows to his name, so wow. he's directed a lot of stuff. But and those were the top. Those choose. were the top number ones that he did, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, to me, it's a really, uh, really good sci-fi B movie, and uh -huh. uh, Tracy Lords uh, looked pretty stunning in it. Uh huh. But uh, it she a won lot, an a Academy Award for this, right? Maybe not an Academy Award. But okay. She probably got some awards. She got some awards. <laughs> the Pop Ninja uh, <laughs> B movie, sci-fi B movie award. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna, we we should come up with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, we, we will. We'll do our own type of Oscar. Okay. I'll start that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great... Thanks, thanks Tracy Lords, for bringing that idea. Yeah. <laughs> She's such a trendsetter yeah. for Pop Ninja. <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyway, that, that's all I got to say about it. But but I really enjoyed it. it. It was a fun, very fun movie. It had a lot of good, uh, good moments in it. You need to check it out. Okay. All righty. I'm going to get right on that one. Yep. Okay. You want me to tell you about mine? Yeah, what you got? I have the 1986 movie Lucas. You must be Lucas. I've heard a lot about you. Really? 
doing? You collect insects? Well, to collect them, you have to kill them. I just look at them. That's nice. It's perfect your name's Maggie. <laughs> perfect. You like it? I do, too. It's nice to know somebody has really heavy thoughts. If you're so depressed, how come you're eating pizza? <laughs> I'm a party animal. Not everyone has to be glamorous to have someone fall in love with them, you know. I wouldn't stick around to see the movie. I'm gonna be looking for you guys afterwards. It's called the process of natural selection. It's suicide. He's gone out for the football team. Well, the males who demonstrate physical prowess are the most attractive to the females. This equipment just doesn't fit. It's you that don't fit. What'd you say? All right, come on. You heard me? What position? Prone. Focus! Focus! You're more big. You're not cut out for this. You have no right to stop me. Lucas, you and I were just friends. You can't make me quit! Ever! wonderful you are. Like the way you're thinking now. Lucas. And you know why I picked it? Because it's the, the story of <laughs> director George Lucas. No. And it's all about the making of Star Wars. No. Oh, wrong movie. Wrong movie. Um, no, it's all about locusts. <laughs> so... It's the only movie that I've ever seen that they had anything to do with a locust or a cicada in it. And since this is the year of the locust, and it only happens every 17 years, I thought it would be fitting since we had just been swarmed with locusts the other day. Good so, pick. Good pick. Good, thank good you. summer movie. Yep. Yeah. Have you, you have seen it? I did a long time ago. Okay. I don't uh, remember a whole bunch except. You don't for, remember? Uh, I remember the cast, and I remember uh, Corey Ham had a camera. Was he like a school photographer in it? He was like a, he was kind of a, I don't know was if he was a photographer. It's high school. Okay. But he's really small, like for high school. Yeah, um, I thought he was going around with a camera. You know what? He's advanced. That's what it is. He He's like super, super smart. And so he's like maybe 14 and everybody else in the movie is like 16, 17. Because he meets up at the beginning with Carrie Green from the Goonies. Mm -hmm. She's like out playing tennis and he's out. Looking for bugs or, or something, you know, and it's like he watches her playing tennis, and uh, they they she's the new girl in town. She doesn't know anybody, and so Lucas, everybody knows him, but um, he kind of lies to her about you know his uh, like background. Um, he tells her he, like he's rich. You know, he points out this house and says that's his house, but and he, but he's actually the gardener that like works there. So um, she's like kind of misled, you know, towards through, through the whole movie, pretty much, you know, about about who he is, you know. And he tells her, like, it's, they spend, like, the, I think he meets her, like, right at the beginning of summer, and then they go into uh, the beginning of school. So, like, they spend all summer hanging out, like, um, going to concerts, and, you know, like, doing all kinds of, like, you know, kids stuff. And she, oh, she, there's a scene, like, where she's teaching him how to drive. She has a little convertible. And, um, 
And then when they go back to school, he's kind of convinced her that be hanging with like the in crowd who, um, he knows Charlie, she Charlie Sheen's in this and Courtney uh, Thorne Smith and Winona Ryder. It's, it's their actual debut for the, uh, Winona and Courtney Thorne Smith. That's their first movie they were ever in. So, um, and, and, uh, Winona Ryder kind of likes Lucas, but Lucas doesn't like her. He likes Carrie Green. He, he really has a crush on her. And he, and, um... They go and do stuff all, all, all the time together, and then they go to a movie, and this kid is, like, picking on him, and Charlie Sheen stands up for him and tells the other guy to quit picking on him. And you find out, like, through the movie that um, Lucas um, had helped, him, helped Charlie Sheen when he had, like, I don't know, mono or something. He was out of school for a while, and Lucas came over and helped him keep up with his schoolwork, and so he befriended him. So he's like a football player, and Carrie Green wants to try out to be a cheerleader, and uh, Corey Haim um, tells her, like, it's just for, like, you know, like, it's superficial. That's what he, like, says, like, the whole way through this. Everything's superficial, and, you know, and it, she ends up liking Charlie Sheen and breaking Lucas's heart, and you know, it's just, but it's a good, like, high school movie. It's a good summer movie. Um, I, and, and then there's this, the whole thing with the locust, because uh, I think one lands on some girl, and she freaks out, and Carrie Green, like, takes it off of her, and says that Lucas showed her how to, um, you know, hold them and stuff. But there's a scene at the end where uh, Lucas thinks that he's going to, uh, play football because he thinks that's the only way that he's going to get Carrie Green to like him. So he, he's too small. You know, the football helmet doesn't even fit his head, you know. But he, he says that um, he quotes some kind of thing as to uh, why they have to let him play. And so they bench him all the time. But then they get to the, um, they get to the, like, where they have to put him in the movie. And then the coach is just like, you know, not him, you know, but they put him in the movie and he gets crushed. And he gets hurt, and he's like in the hospital. And they go to try and find his family. And um, she, Carrie Green, goes to this really like expensive rich house that Where he said he lived. Yeah. yeah. And um, th there's other kids with him. Oh, Winona Ryder is with her in the car, and she says he doesn't live there. And they, he lives like in a trailer somewhere. And they said they don't. They never. Oh, his dad come in like drunk one time and embarrassed Lucas, and they don't know where the mother was. So he was like kind of ashamed of you know his family and stuff and and it made her feel really really bad you know and uh and then the end of the movie is like the cool the best part where he comes into school and he thinks that everybody is mad at him for what he did but they um they give him a a, a, a jacket like a letterman's jacket with his name on it cool. and then uh they all clap and cheer at the end for him and it's it's a it's a really happy ending and a good like a feel-good movie I love it. Um, Let me I, ask you this. Yeah. Is that the the production where Charlie Sheen supposedly raped yeah. Corey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That Feldman that, talked about? Yeah, Corey Feldman talked yeah, about that's it. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's not that makes so that, that takes that makes the movie take on a whole nother like uh, you think about that like because Corey Corey um, Haim was maybe fourteen when he, that mm -hmm. happened and when he made the and there was something to do with the producer one of the producers on the 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 movie was not a good guy either but you know uh the movie itself was good what happened after that i don't you know yeah sad so all right well, are you ready to talk about a little tv sure all right well i, I want to talk about a tv mini series that turned into a tv series in 1988 and uh 
It was called Something Is Out There. Tonight, an NBC World Premiere miniseries thriller. For Jack Breslin, it'll be a murder case like no other. You're a cop, figure it out. Something about this killer will be different. Something the world has never seen. Whoever cut this guy came from the inside out. He'll have a world of questions, and a mystery woman will provide the answers. I will tell you about the deaths, all that I... But with that knowledge will come a secret. Must be from another planet. I am. It'll be up to him to make her feel at home. Well, we sleep in garments that are called pajamas. She'll have trouble catching on. I cannot sleep clothes. It would be uncomfortable and unnatural to me. When she reads his mind. What? Why? Why on earth would two people do something like that with their bodies? Then Jack Breslin will know just how different his life is about to become. This is my first encounter of the third kind. Just how different his world is about to become. This is the first time I've invaded another planet. When two people, worlds apart, become mankind's last hope. What the hell is this thing? Against an unearthly something. Something that has a city paralyzed with fear. Could be anywhere. Something that only they can stop. Or anybody. Something that will grip you for two riveting nights. It's still out there. A cop over his head. And a woman with a mission. Both know the secrets. Now you will find out that something is out there. And again, it's one of these one one. It had eight eight episodes to it. And okay. three aliens. Yeah. Okay. It had eight, eight episodes. Um, okay. It was a mini series on NBC, and then it got picked up as a full blown TV series. All right. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But the series only it got canceled after uh, eight episodes, and uh, broke my heart again. But uh, <laughs> it, it starred uh, you know Joe Joe Cortese is right. No. Joe, Joe Cortese started out. He, he started as a police detective, and uh, he had this female alien. The the actress is uh, Miriam Diablo. You know that Diablo Diablo. Nope, don't know her. Okay, and uh, she was his partner. She was an alien. Okay, and uh, he knows she's an alien, but to keep her uh, identity a secret, and uh, so that she can help him on the police force solve crimes and nobody knows that she's an alien. Mm -hmm. She pretends to be a human and they, they uh, make up a story like she's his cousin or something, hanging out with him, all right? But uh, she helps uh, him solve crimes using these alien abilities that she has. And uh, the, the crimes, most of them were like supernatural type crimes. So it was sort of like X-Men a little bit. The X-Files? X-Files, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was sort of like the X-Files. I knew what you were going. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But... Uh, the, the crimes are very like supernatural in uh, or occultish in nature and uh, it, it's sort of like X-Files but with an alien cop as a partner instead of just two humans and uh, it was very creepy and very bloody uh, kind of a sci-fi horror what, what type year series. did you say? Uh, 88 oh okay yeah because like creepy bloody really wasn't on like TV that much it in the in early this. 80s yeah oh, yeah because it was later yeah uh yeah, there, there's some like really gruesome murders and where uh, organs are missing from the the victims, you know, and like Wolfen. Yeah, <laughs> and um, there's always this woman seen at the crime scene. It, this is how it starts off, and uh, the, this police detective uh, he finally catches the woman, and, and that's who it is. It's the alien, and she tells him his, her story. And she's actually an alien cop from a prison spaceship. Yeah. And this uh, murderous alien escaped the prison and landed on Earth, and she was tracking him. And that's that's who the serial killer is. It's this alien that escaped the uh, prison. 
They made a lot of one season alien movie or series yeah. back in the 80s. But anyway, uh, she tracked you to Earth and uh, she's trying to stop it and she has to team up with the, the cop if she wants to keep, you know, doing this or he's going to lock her up. But uh, I forgot why she remained on Earth after they they caught this alien. Uh, I have to go back and watch it again and find out. Do you out. have it? No, but it's probably on YouTube oh. and stuff. But you have not seen it since it was on TV? No. And you remember that? Oh, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Another one of those alien shows. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm. I just keep wondering how many more we got to. You, you, you're gonna pull. I'll out. never run out of. <laughs> never them. run out of them. They're never ending supply. Okay. Yes. So what you got? I have got Fantasy Island. Yes. Um, which I can't believe I haven't talked about it. ABC. It ran from 1977 to uh, 1984, and it starred uh, Ricardo Montalban. Ricardo Montalban. He yes. was the mysterious Mister. Uh, I I always want to say Overwork, but it's Work. Just and he work. also played Khan. That's right. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And Welcome he was, yeah, to he's, Fantasy yeah, Island. That's right. Do you a fan? I love the show. You Did you? Do it. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, well, we're, we're on the same page. We okay. Are. So, and Hervé Villachez was Tattoo. The and plane. The plane, the plane, the plane, yeah. Hey, so, boss, the plane, boss. Yeah, everybody made yeah. fun of that into did voice. Little Tattoo. Yeah, Little Tattoo. Little Tattoo. Um, yeah, um, I wonder why they even called him Tattoo. I don't even know. What, what that was all never about. Even, I never off. saw him with a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe his whole body was tattooed. You know, he's one big tattoo. Yeah. Um, uh, it was about guests who were granted, um, like their their like their fa like their fantasies. You know, and I know like um, Aaron Spelling kind of pitched this idea um, out. He was like pitching all these ideas out for um, ideas for shows and they kept getting rejected and they said, you know, what do you uh, want? Like uh, a story about an, where you go onto an island and, and uh, live out your uh, like craziest like fantasies. And, and he said sexual fantasy. So I don't know if that's what they were about. They were about all kinds of different things, though. I don't think it was just like you know hooking up with somebody or you know being. Yeah, you that, know. that was Epstein Island, not fantasy. Island. Oh, that's right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that came way later. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, but they had to pay to do this. I mean, it was for a price, you know. Um, and they made two TV films in 1977, 1978 before they actually did the show. And then the show ran from 78 to 84. And they did 152 episodes, seven seasons. Um, it was a Spelling Goldberg production. It was filmed in Burbank, California. Um, the opening scene was filmed in Kauai, in Hawaii. And then um, the house with the bell tower, uh, that where you see Tattoo ringing yeah. the bell, that was uh, filmed at... Uh, the Queen Anne uh, Cottage. It's located in L.A. County at um, the L.A. County Arboretum and Botanic Garden. Um, and then you see the plane where you see the plane landing. That was filmed in the lagoon behind the Queen Anne Cottage. Wow, they they really pieced that together. Yeah, pretty cool. So um, I can't. I mean, it was on late. I think I think it was on Friday nights, maybe. You know, about ten. 
It was on, it was more like a mature, right. you know, like show. Yeah. Um, I was young, like I mean, that was what it was '77, uh, so I was only like nine when it came out. So I don't think I would. I've seen some like uh, I don't know if I have it on any. I don't think I have it on DVD. I know it's out that you can get it. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I think I've seen I've seen like on like some. Um, like, like maybe that cozy TV or, or you know, one of those things that they played it like, uh, you know, like, like in the last few years, right. I've seen some ep episodes, random ones here and there, you know. I can't remember, you know, what exactly any of them like, what they what they came there to do, you know. But it was always just like it was a little plane. It wasn't like a big commuter plane. It was like right. a little like water plane, you yeah, know, like, like six thousand. Yeah. 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 And brought them in, and then I, I don't know. Was, there was people on the island already. Did they have like other staff? Yeah, they had a whole staff. Yeah, there were some girls. They all, all wore the. Uh, the and then the Hawaiian stuff, and then they have the they, they had the, and stuff. The girls in the grass skirts and, and the, the lays on. Yeah, they had the other staff. They all wore white. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wore all white. Yeah. Uh, every he wore a white suit the whole time, right? You yeah. never. So did the staff. So did tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what that was all about. Speaking of tattoo, uh, what, what was his real name? Herbie V. Lachez. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, what was the James Bond movie that he was in? Uh, oh, I forget. Hang on. Uh, Man with the Golden Gun? Yeah, I know the, that. The villain was Scaramanga, and, and tattoo was like his little little underling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I remember him in, in that. But uh, I think he committed suicide. Uh, he died young. Did he commit suicide? I, I he had I a really that. kind of troubled life too. Yeah. I mean, had some well. He was a. I don't know if you can say uh, he's a little person. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know if people like know like if you're talking about tattoo and you didn't say that he was tiny little person, if people would know that it, what they picture him to look like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it was either in the the late '90s or early 2000s. They they rebooted it for a TV. And Malcolm McDowell played. Oh, the, you know, yeah, the, I remember seeing that. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. there wasn't like a little person tattoo. It was like a female with a white suit. Also, oh. was his like second Assistant banana or you know, something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it wasn't that good. It really wasn't. No. And, and it was even more supernatural stuff happening. And then what was it? In the last couple of years, they had the the movie. Fantasy Island movie. Yeah, and they turned into a horror franchise. Oh yes, they did. Yeah, yeah I, I read it. about I heard that. It was stupid. Yeah, no. Yeah, but you can't beat, you know, Ricardo no. Montalban. No, no, he was he was Welcome cool. Welcome to Fantasy Island. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, yeah, he, he had the best voice. Yeah, it, I love that Khan, beginning. Yeah, that that is my favorite Star Trek movie of all time. Khan. Yeah, The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, I, and it's because of him, you know. He gets to put the put the thing in his ear, right? Yeah, and, and I remember. Yeah, he puts them in those other people's ears. Yeah. yeah. The little slugs. Um, yeah. I remember him playing in one of those, uh, what was it, Spy Kids? He played the grandpa. Uh, I remember those? him from long ago from um, the movie Madame X. He was in it. And he was in and the he, she kills And she kills him and she has to go on. Lana Turner kills kills Lana him. Turner, he put, yeah. tries to put the moves on her and she, <laughs> he, she pushes him down the steps or something and kills him. And that's why... She has to like run away and change her name, and she doesn't get to see her son anymore because mm. the mother-in-law hates her. And I think she was kind of set up, but that was a really good movie. But yeah. I remember him from that. He was the villain in the Kathy Crosby Super Super uh, a Wonder Woman movie. Oh, the, that the original first one. Before. Yeah, yeah. A theatrical movie. Never saw it. I've never seen that. Yeah. You, you've never seen that Wonder Woman movie? Nope. Really? Really? 
Mm -mm. I didn't it know where different. you can get it. I don't, where can you find it? it? It's on DVD. Oh, by itself? Yeah, um, I think, is it Warner Brothers? They, they have like that make-on-demand, oh. like you can order one. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's out there. I've seen it. Yeah, I just can't even picture her as Wonder Woman. Did she? Did they change her hair? Was her hair dark or was it blonde? It was blonde. Oh. It, it was a lot different. She wore like a jogging suit with the pattern on it. It wasn't like a oh. skirt and stuff. Oh, no. I don't I don't even know if I ever saw a picture of her. I thought I did a long time ago. I, I remember knowing that, but... I can't pick. I can't picture it for anything. Yeah. So you said you didn't remember the episodes of Fantasy Island. What? Like no, but I mean there was, uh, was seven you, seasons. You you know a specific I have a, I have one. A favorite episode. Okay, what is it? Okay, uh, it, it was where there was this guy that wanted to be a superhero and uh, uh -huh. <laughs> gain back the love of his estranged son. Okay. So he and his son went to the island. Okay, and that was his wish. His fantasy. And uh, they made him into this uh, Birdman-type hero called Eagle Man. Okay. And he had, you know, wings and, like, a mask with a beak and talons. And, yeah. And he could fly. I mean, there was some supernatural stuff happening on Fantasy Island, you know. Uh -huh. There was some magic or something. Yeah. They could do. Uh, but they had him. Uh, he was a superhero. And uh, he fought crime. And it was just really cool. And I'll tell you who played this guy that played e that was became Eagle Man. It was uh, Bob Denver from Gilligan's Island. So you had Bob two. Denver. Yeah, Gilligan. Yeah, he yeah. said, "Golly." No, <laughs> oh. no, that's Gomer Pyle. Oh, who's Gilligan's who? Island? Oh, Gilligan, yes. Bob right Gilligan. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm in the wrong. Uh, I'm a crisscrossing my applesauce. <laughs> apple yeah. Oh, Gilligan. So you had oh. Gilligan's Island mixing with Fantasy Island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah, yeah, and he, he played the dad, Island. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That, that's always yeah. been my favorite. My favorite episode. I, I remember another one about an assassin. And he had like a suitcase with a gun and a silencer and stuff. Yeah, it's that crazy was. that they have to come up with, I mean, you know, that many episodes of different fantasies of people. I mean, how do you come up with different ideas? I don't know. You know, that's good writing. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, now we're so talk you want to talk some, some music. music. Yeah, and I, I want to talk about uh, Falco. Yeah. You remember Falco? Yeah. Yeah, what do you remember? <laughs> I remember Rock Me Amadeus. Song that he did. I, I like Vienna Calling was my favorite song. Yeah, and, and he did uh, Der Commissar, and uh, yeah, the Vienna Calling was excellent.
his name is uh, Johann Hans Holzel or Hosel. Yeah. Yeah, and they just they call him Falco. And, yeah, uh, I would too. <laughs> yeah, and, and he had, you know, we know those songs, but but he had uh, more international hits, and he put out like four albums, like hits in other countries that we didn't know about, you know. Yeah. So he was really popular uh, worldwide. Didn't and, he? Well, didn't he? He had a kind of troubled life too, didn't he? Well, he got killed while he was on vacation. Yeah, he was in a car wreck. Yeah, he was visiting the uh, Dominican Republic, yeah. and a, a a bus hit him. Yeah. He was in a rental car. But didn't he have like um? Didn't he have a daughter that um, that like he had, that, that he thought was his daughter, but it wasn't his daughter, and she don't it was know like about a, that. you don't know anything about his personal life. No, I just know yeah. that. <laughs> No, he's Rock Me Armadillo. But you remember that Armadillo song that they they made like a parody of his instead of uh, Rock Me Armadillo? It was a Rock Me Armadillo. Yeah, well, it started off, yeah, Armadillo, Armadillo. No. Armadillo, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Was it Weird Al? I have to find it. I, I don't think it was Weird Al. Uh, Rock but, Me uh, Armadillo? Yeah, Rock Me Armadillo. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. I've seen that all the time. He's saying "Rock me, ar armadillo." I don't even know how you can get that out of your mouth without like armadillo, like, armadillo. Yeah, armadillo. Okay. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Rock me, armadillo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was huge. Isn't it? What mid, like mid eighties? Like, what do you know? What year "Rock Me, Armadillo" came I do out? Not. Do you remember it? I I think it was somewhere around nineteen eighty four. So that was our early high school years. That's what I think. But I'm I'm only going by my brain of when I can remember hearing yeah. it on the in the jukebox. Oh, so. Falco! And he he was Austrian and. Uh, why did he? Why did? Uh, it's about Mozart. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the scoop? Like, I don't know. Just what's the inspiration? Don't know. Mozart. Yeah. Don't know. Okay. Yeah, I remember it. Um, he was kind of. Didn't he have white hair? Like. Uh, yeah, blonde or white. Yeah. Or, or did he like just? Did he? Did he have Mozart? Well, well, up, like Mozart in the, so in, in the uh, video. Yeah, I think he had that yeah. long coat. Didn't he? Yeah. Okay, didn't he have somebody dressed up like Mozart? Yeah, he had that little that with wig the hair, type, the white wig thing that yeah. they wear. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. I liked his music. Did you? Okay. So, who do you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about the motels. Hotel, motel, Mot Holiday Inn. <laughs> yeah, the Pride no, not soup, not the soup, not uh, Motel Six, you know, and uh, not the Super Eight. Not the Briar not Rose. The, not the Briar Rose, not the Holiday Inn, just the band, the band, the motels. The motels. Which I don't even know why they were called the motels, actually, but um, I picked them because they sing, sang the song Suddenly Last Summer.
and we're heading into summer so i thought it was a good um summer movie and i love the video for it have you seen it I don't remember. I, well, I really don't remember the motel. I remember that. You remember only the lonely. Only the lonely is the only song. You don't know suddenly last summer. Can't picture it. Um, Martha Davis is the lead up. singer of the motels, and Robert Carradine is in that movie that played the the in Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. Yeah, you would. I think you would remember it if you had seen it. It's kind of cool. It's it's cute. It's a cute video. I have to send you the video to watch it. Yeah, I'll check um, it out. Yeah, but they had. At least twenty past band members in that, in, in it. and I, I mean, I don't know any of them. I don't know any of them, but Martha Davis. I always thought she was really pretty. And uh, they're from Berkeley, California. They formed in 1971. So um, I just remember them being big on MTV. Like only the lonely. Like I think it was around maybe '82 when it came out. And it's like one of those songs that like I never get sick of hearing. Like if I hear it on the radio, it's like I just like go right back to 1982. We walked the loneliest mile We smiled without any style We kissed all together wrong No intention We lied about each other's strengths We lived without each other still touring I, I know that, that that she's still like they they're called the motels with martha davis i think i um and uh they still still do concerts but um that's all i know that's all i know do you know anything about them that's all i know that's all i know that, that, that's yeah. it yeah so cool. so you want to talk more summer stuff i want to talk about um uh, well i called it a toy but it, it was really like art oh okay yeah i forgot you were in doing that i what was it what is this it's a toy called mighty men and monster maker yeah but it wasn't really a toy it was kind of like etcho sketch type you know it was a it, it was an art thing for kids you know you've all been staying up night playing with this mighty men and monster maker kid with this kid your children can combine different chests legs and heads <laughs> They can color in scales, hair, or alligator skin. Very nice. They can make hundreds of monsters and heroes. Personally, I prefer the monsters. <laughs> but it was like this um, big plastic pad. And uh, you had all these uh, 
It, it was like a frame, plastic frame. Was and it you, like fashion plates for girls? It was kind of like that. You would, you would lay all these etched fashion plates, but but the plates like made monsters. The, the heads would be like an astronaut, like a space helmet or a monster head, or yeah, you know all these different creatures like squid head. Yeah. Or, like a swamp thing looking head. And you could put them on different bodies and or, stuff? Or people, yeah, people like Superman. And then all the, the body, the midsection, you could have like spacesuit or like crustacean armor. Or, hey, do you, do you ever mix? do this thing where you fold a piece of paper in three and you, and you, draw, and you tell somebody to draw the, the head of something and then you t fold it back and you don't look at it and then you tell another person to, fold, to draw the body then you fold that and then you tell somebody else to draw the feet and then when you open the, the thing up three yeah. ways it's like this weird looking thing. Is it like that? Kind of like that. But yeah. you have those plates and you kind of like sketch over Yeah. And, and, and it like, yeah, it yeah. Like outlines it. Yeah, like, and you fit the three plates would fit in the frame and, uh, you know, you had the head, the torso, and the legs. And, uh, yeah. But you had all the plates to choose from and uh, and you could make, you know, spacemen or aliens or superheroes, but and, but you could combine them. You could make like a monster with a human head or a human with a monster head. Yeah. Or, you know, a monster with a cape and boots or, you know, you could combine them all. Do you have that in a box somewhere? I do not. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, any, anywho, uh, you mix and match these plates, make different types of uh, mighty many monsters. And uh, then, you, then you can lay a sheet of paper over it, and uh, it's kind of like a crayon, like they do on the grave etching, you know? Yeah, you know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You on the paper, you, yeah. you color over the plates, and it would come yeah, out. Yeah, that's just like a fashion plate yeah. with monsters. But it was a lot of fun. You don't want to say it's like fashion plate because no. then you'll say it's like a girl thing. It's like a girl thing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it was pretty awesome. I could make some cool monsters with it. Yeah. 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 It's just like what I was saying about the paper thing. I totally forgot about doing that. I don't know if you did that. Did that? It was like something I did in like elementary school, like folding the paper and doing that. Yeah, I didn't do that. Didn't do that. Oh, did you do ever make um, like Chinese bird cages with paper in school, where you cut the paper and you made it like a bird cage? Did you ever do no. that? No. Oh. But but I I spent play hours playing with that monster maker thing. That was so cool. And uh, and I would cut out after I did it. I cut out the people and uh, I hang them on my wall. Sometimes I make like a took a large sketch pad and I would make the scenes and then I'd put the people on it. You know, to make my own comic books. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. Oh, that sounds yeah. cool. Super fun. Yeah. Have you looked it up on online or anything to see if you I can have find not. one? You haven't. Nope. Oh. That's like uh, the Weeble stuff. I, you know, I looked that up and then I'm like, crap, I wish I had them. You know, they're going for lots of money. Although I wouldn't sell it if I had it. I wouldn't. Would you, if you had it, would you play with it? Would I sure you, would. You sure would? Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Well, yeah, people used to play with stuff. So I forgot you were adding that in there. I, I didn't even think of that. But um, yeah, I can't add to it because I never did it and don't know. But, um, I was going to do some talking about some summer uh, fun, some things that we did in the summer for fun, like the slip and slide. Okay, everybody, come outside. Everybody ready for a wild, wet ride? Slip, slip and slide. You can put it on your lawn. Turn the water on, then you run, 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 and you're sliding on your top. Slip, slip and slide. Slip, slip and slide. It's a lot of fun to play. Slip and Slide comes with plastic slide and fasteners from Whammo. 
slip and slide. You, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Do you, now people do that. Like my brother did did a gigantic uh, slip and slide in his yard, like out of like a, got a tarp of some sort, yeah, that, put it on a hill. Yeah. You see people doing that now. It's like um like. Uh, what do you call it? like extreme slip and slide? Yeah, those those ones that you would buy for kids. The yellow so plastic small. ones. Yeah, they were so yeah, small. Yeah, you just yeah. yeah. I had one here for Jordan. I think it was a um, Spider-Man one. Yeah. And it had like a, like there was an end to it, and it went and and you like kind of went and it looked made looked like a little pool at the end. Those were so lame. So you didn't like go flying off into the grass. Those were lame. Yeah. Do you remember flying into the grass yeah. though? You would go but, sliding and then just fall slide across. My grandpa would take you know the. He was a carpenter, and he would go up to the lumber yard, and they, you know that, the big rolls of the black plastic yeah. queen. Yeah. He would get rolls of that. That's what that's what this stuff. My brother. He would yeah. He would make this one like the whole yeah. in his backyard. Yeah. And we we put like some uh, bubble soap. Yeah, we put dish soap, soap or dish soap. Yeah. And, uh, spray the water hose on it up. and yeah we would run and you know yeah dive and he'd be squirting us with the hose yeah yeah, yeah 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 oh man it was fun i mean yeah he gave us some like super slip and slides it was yeah little, extreme little dink. yeah yeah no shrinky dink no no shrinky dink. <laughs> yeah well that yeah, was fun that, that was, was like, so awesome you know and you know i was thinking like about like these kind of things like um being outside and like camping out and the sprinklers and, and slip and slides and stuff is because i was thinking about how when i was a kid we didn't have air conditioning do you have air conditioning oh yeah you had air conditioning back in the 80s yeah you did well you probably had to I don't know how people could well, ever live there. My parents built a brand new house, so it had central air, brand new central air. Back then, yeah. we didn't, I didn't even know that existed back then. Yeah. Now we we just had like box fans, you know. Mm -hmm. Remember talking into the fan? Like, uh, yeah, you like, know what it is. Luke, I am the father. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, we. And or we opened the window at night, you know. And I don't know how we. I don't know how we survived. I mean, I really don't. I went back to my house that I grew up in last summer, and she didn't have any, any um, air conditioning on her. See, we didn't even have ceiling fans, like, back then. Like, we just had light. I, and now I have a, a ceiling fan in every single room. Mm -hmm. I couldn't live without a ceiling fan. I couldn't sleep without a ceiling, ceiling fan. And so I, I don't know how I... I remember, like, laying on top of the covers, you know, or my sheets when I was a kid in my little, um, like, my little pajamas, you know, like, I had uh, summer pajamas, you know, and it's like, um, and in the wintertime, you wore, like, flannel pajamas or the ones with the feet in them, but in the summer, you wore, like, like, hardly nothing, you know, because it was so hot, but we used to, like, sleep outside when it got real hot, you know, because uh, that was fun. We used to sleep right in the yard in the grass on the sleeping bag. And sometimes my dad had a like a truck cap that he had laying out in the yard. We'd open the end of the truck cap and crawl in there and sleep under the truck cap. Mm -hmm. And I remember doing that with a, with a, with a friend of mine too, and up at her house. And um, I always thought like somebody could come and walk us in there, you know, because they had... Can like, you just pick it up? <laughs> I don't have to lift. I mean, I wasn't that strong as a kid to lift the whole truck cap. I was. I could have been. Uh, could have uh, suffocated. I like camping out in our backyard, but not just on the ground. I'd always have a tent. You know. Well, little, could something come get you? Like know, a like, alligator? Well, I'd have me a machete and a BB pistol. Is that with you when you camped out? Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. You took a machete? Well, yeah. 
Well, no, 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 no. Oh, Rougarou gonna get me? Yeah, no, uh, no. I, I just remember me. We we slept out like whole bunches of us would sleep out. We'd we'd even like you know go get more people to sleep out. Yeah, you know? we would too. And we would all have machines. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I don't know how you survived. Holy cow! You know, oh, we survived because we have machines. Oh, no, okay. Well, I guess so. Okay. Well, no, no yeah. Rougarou would ever come around. A I know what boy Rougarou. A Rougarou. Rougarou. Uh, is that what is that? Like the boogeyman? You never heard of a Rougarou? Is that a bad person? No, it's it's a Louisiana legend. I'll tell you about it sometime. Oh, it's like the the Bigfoot of the swamp. Sort of. It, it's kind of a cross between a Bigfoot and a werewolf. A rigamaru. Rugaroo. A rugaroo. Yeah. <laughs> a rigamaru. A rigamaru. I think it's something altogether different. Yeah. So um, yeah. Well, that was how you know. And I was thinking of like doing a sprinkler, you know, too. Uh -huh. Like we used to do cartwheels through them and jump through them and all yeah. that. And you know, I never even realized as a kid that those were meant for like water in your yard. <laughs> you know, that that's what the purpose of the sprinkler was. I thought that they were actually to play in. You know, um, yeah. Um, what else? What else did you do? Oh, did you kill, like catch fireflies? We did. We take a jar and poke holes in the lid and fill it up with fireflies. Yeah, I'm glad you poked a hole in the lid. Yeah, did you leave them all go? Did you have a contest on who could catch it most? Uh, I don't remember that. Oh, we did. We used to have fun looking at them, you know, like yeah, them yeah. Yeah, we used to get a bunch of them in the yard. Yeah, I love doing that. We used to throw. Uh, I've we used done to have here. like bats flying over. Yeah. <clears throat> we throw a a tin pop pan, throw it up in the air like side, you know, sideways, like you know. Yes. Like a frizz, throw it up, and the bats would dive and try to hit it. Why? I, I guess they could sense it. Yeah, but why would they want to hit it? They probably thought it was a bird or something. Oh. They, they could sense something that moving. Big, moving well, they say that they have radar and they do, avoid things that are moving because well, they, like, they would actually like dive and try to hit the plate. Really? Yeah, we we throw them up. And, I did not know that because um, we have bats here, and. Um, you know, the, the, people told me it's an urban legend. Because oh, I went up in my attic one time and one flew down and hit me right in the side of the head. And it's like, I wasn't sure if it was a bird or a bat. Oh, that was a dingbat. It was a dingbat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bat that hit a dingbat. Ding! No! <laughs> yeah, a dingbat. I'm the dingbat. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, uh, people kept telling me like they don't they don't want to run into anything because like, they could get hurt and they have radar like to keep from smacking into stuff. Yeah. So because people, the urban legend was that they like get caught in your hair and stuff, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't want to find out for sure, but, you know, um, yeah, yeah. No, I never threw the pie pan at the, <laughs> I never threw the pie pan at the bats. No, <laughs> you know, but. Did uh, you throw yeah. hot dogs at a rigaroo? <laughs> no, <laughs> like to get it to run away. Like, yeah, a trail of hot dogs, like, and lead it into the woods. Like and trap it. Like Reese's Pieces. For yeah, <laughs> yeah, little little sauce, so so little yeah. little Vienna sauce, and then you, that, and then you did some Vienna calling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tied in. Yeah. <laughs> calling the rigamaru. You know. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, what do what what do I think? You know what? If since we're doing something so bizarre, you know, like right now, like with the. With the, and you said that word rigamaru, maybe that rigaroo. should be rigor, oh, rigaroo. We're going to give away a rigaroo. Yeah, we'll give away one. Let's go, let's go catch one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that should be the code word. Rigaroo, okay. A rigaroo. Yeah, send it if you can spell it. Rugaroo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, put it in a message and send it to us. 
And we might give you a, a what? What do you want to give people? Oh, we're not giving away a Rougarou? Oh, we're not giving one away. No. What should we give? We could give away the movie Lucas. You don't give away Lucas? Because it's a summer movie. All right. Well, I'll give away Lucas. All right. So you heard her send us Rougarou <laughs> message on Facebook, and we will give you Lucas. Lucas. On DVD. Luca Plakia. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, I want to thank all the listeners uh, for checking us out again and staying with us. Uh, we appreciate it. And as we sign off, I'm going to leave you with this final thought. explorers discovered the armadillo. Armadillo is a term meaning little armored thing. 1845, Texas adopts the armadillo as its state bird. In 1896, Henry Ford invents the automobile. In 1957, construction begins on the interstate highway system. In 1966, the first Mack truck rolls down Interstate 10. Minutes later, an armadillo dies. 1986, the Cajun rock group Achafalaya records. What's that armadillo? Armadillo! 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 Armadillo!